little man. I will destroy you! You sound like a jerk! If you ask me, everybody in this theater is a giant sucker! Especially you! I was saying, Bruce. Give me some sugar, baby. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. Jack left town. Hey, enough of that talk off of air. Let's talk on air where we, you know, are here. Well, some of that talk off the air we can't use. Yeah, none of it we can use. Who the hell are we and why are we? My name's Mal. With me, as always, taking a big slug of water. Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown. Sorry about that, brother. He, right when he uh, uh, tips the water up, I start doing the intro for him. That's it's, just good radio. It's not water, let me tell you. <laughs> it's aqua farta. Okay, so this is Bunch of Dorks, the... Uh, Weekly podcast dedicated to music and stupidity. Uh, you can find us at bunchofdorks.com or iTunes or Stitcher or Slice or things and stuff and yeah. interwebs. If you are listening to us on one of those, how about you do us a solid and go and rate and review us? And, uh, you know, it would really help us out. It'll take you, like, nothing seconds. Would you? Could you? Please. Should you? Please? Please. Pretty please? I'm begging. I'm not really begging. Well, I guess I am kind of begging. You're anyway, begging. You're begging. if you go to bunchdorks.com, there is three magical podcasts to fill your afternoons with delight. First one, Slow Robot Go-Go, all about bad movies from the from 60s, 70s, whenever, 50s, 2000s, doesn't matter. 40s, we don't care. We're, we're crazy. We don't even care. We review everything. We review shoes. We review... Uh, it doesn't matter. We'll review it. Uh, then there's the middle one that is a two-dimension podcast. Comic books. Comic books. No direction. Funny but, books. Funny books. Funny, funny show. You should check that out. And then, of course, the bottom button, bunch of dorks. There's like 290 million of these things. You know, one of them's going to make you laugh. If not, you have no soul. So and You might not. And you might not anyway. In which case, you've already, you know, made your de- deal with Lucifer, and he turned you on to this show anyway. Uh, so then, uh, and if, then if you're sitting there on Sunday night, and you're like, man, I really wish there was some more Mao to fill my ear holes with. Good news, if you go to Radio St. Pete, uh, I have a, indie, a Radio St. Pete exclusive radio show there. It is uh, the Indie Circuit, in which yours truly, Mao, talks about and plays uh, all kinds of funky, unheard of, awesome music that is awesomeness. Which you'll play on this show. But enough about my schlock. What's about your schlock, Dr. Morbius? From Parts Unknown. My blog, schlock blog, Destination <laughs> Nightmare. <laughs> destination schlock dot Yeah, schlock it should be Destination forward Schlock. Yeah, where uh, huh? we, yeah, we do, uh, <laughs> where we post comic book scans, kind of like a kind of like a combo, kind of like a, a doppelganger in ways to uh, two dimension, but two dimension. And slow robot. And slow robot, but mm-hmm. two dimension is more like talk, and I'm more like showing you the actual comic book. So That's come the on talk, down. and yours is the walk. Yeah, so, so come he, on down to Destination Nightmare. Just Google it. It'll, yeah. it'll podcast. It'll you'll see all of our you'll see all of our seven hundred posts. Holy hell, that's a lot. Seven hundred, baby. Oh my come god, and, come, come and get it come every time. Get it. What are you doing, man? Every time I post, it's like this is your hundred and fortieth post, and I'm like, yeah, doing good. Yeah, you're at the seven hundred. Yeah, holy the, crap, the seven hundred club. No, no, I'm, really, I'm no, like, no. I'm like a loser now. I thought I was doing good with a weekly podcast. Yeah, no, where I'm not doing podcasts, I'm posting comic books, and I don't really talk too much in depth. Sometimes we do, but usually I just post it, make a few comments, but show you the groovy, cool comic book story talk about the artist a little bit and have you enjoy the greatness that is funny books that's cool man 
700. It's all good stuff. It's all good, man. Yeah. All right. You know what? Nothing uh, wrong about it. You know what else is good? What's that? Music. And here is some right now. Johnny, what can you make out of this? This? Well, I could make half. Or a brooch. Or a pterodactyl. Could you, um...
Like maybe it ain't register at all So they see me on BET Smoking dip with Molly Mall Like where you been all along On the front line Open mic at JJ's every Wednesday night With prime spitting 90s instrumentals at a coke bar While I flex my technique to a room full of ex-cons Bar sluts and assorted rap talent 2am crew would come through and bring the house down So cops found out what happened when bartenders shook hands with customers Started sending undercovers in Two weeks later, Che gets stabbed in the head Got the call at South by Southwest Puking during sound check like That's why shows get banned and fans don't give a fuck enough To see the favorite artists live and CD sales are in a rut It's a dirty job and everyone wants to do it CD laid the blueprint to make creative music And then send them crews a postcard from the top of the world That say, you knew the rules of the game all along Now y'all just watch me live the dreams of your computer screen With girlies drooling on their keys and open up a magazine like that's that sketchy cat that sold his weed And wanna fucked him when I had the chance But he came off as a creep Last call 10 to 3 but my money's no good here Slip a Jackson under the coaster It's been a good year Doing what I do do Cold chilling like juice crew In the lower east side on a fire escape Sipping a deuce stew Who the fuck are you? The reputation speaks for itself A master kids with incredible public speaking skills Check the mic, rock a crowd Rolling L and back to the motel With a band full of young girls I don't know that well Repeat is necessary Till everyone that didn't pay attention Find themselves caught up in the effervescence Why it's still important to press records Regardless of the technology or what your friends said And still release vinyl New school cats with an old school mindset about ourselves Like sex sells but my dick too small So I arrange clever rhyme schemes to spit to you all that's Mr. Quotable to you Love it or leave it Buy it or download it MP3's found floating Through cyberspace now Who sounds dopest? That white bitch got me open Head like a hole Face is like a nostril Evil Jesus out the bottle Burn my tonsils Hostile motherfucker Rough around the edges Lefty rep it like a billboard Every time we session And I respect it Like how me and the fellas Make an entrance At least an hour late And wing the whole set list And I respect like how me and the fellas make an entrance At least an hour late and wing the whole set list Oh, hey, and just by and by, this is show 268. We had yeah. to start making our 
show 300 gala event extravaganza. Yeah. And who the hell did I just play? I just played GDP uh, off of their CD, Realistic Expectations. I played Orange Water. Then I played Coke Bar. Uh, yes. I don't know if those are have anything to do with each other or not. I did get a whole crap ton of new music from our friends, whatever that means. So I'm going to be spinning some of their tunes, probably the rest of the show, because, man, it's awesome. Good. It's, it's good, and you know what I loved the most about it? Like, I, you know, they, they let me play their music. I met those guys in, um, in, in, in Korea when I was over there. Very cool, very funny and fun. Serious musicians, good musicians. And... Um, when I ordered their CDs, they came from Interpunk. I ordered them from Interpunk.com, some whatever. It's a very, it's an online sales thing that's very has a ton of punk music on it. I opened it up, and this, each of the CDs had like two or three stickers in it, like old oh, school. Oh, you talked about that. Yeah, I love that, punk, man. Yeah. Like I love that they like they're they're true to their roots. You know what I mean? Like it's so great. Uh, in the olden days, you used to order a record or whatever like that, and the record company would send you... They, you had their stickers. You had the band stickers. There'd be a poster in there, there, and that was not on the advertised list. They just threw in as much marketing crap as they could to stand out, and it was so Well, yeah, cool. you take the sticker, you put it on your car, your books, or whatever, and a kid will go, what's that? And then you might sell another copy Dude, of it. Dude, it's basic 101. Yeah. And they got away from that so much. It's just... I don't know. They get it. They really get what punk is. We need to uh, make slow robot and BOD stickers and just put them around town. Just the like slow robot one is very beautiful. That was the one that King Don made. Yeah, for us. just like stick them on cop cars or something yeah, while they're dude. eating donuts. Oh, that'd be sweet. Start tagging <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> no. I just have like cans of gold spray paint and stickers. They'd be like, oh shit. Like a stencil. Oh shit. The, the, the BOD and slow robot guy came through here and trashed our shit again. Like Zorro or something. Did you see that guy locally that got in trouble on the he was on the uh, news? I, I didn't watch on TV. I don't have TV anymore, which we should talk about, but um yeah. I go online on the local Bay News Nine. Some guy got arrested. He 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 went before a judge for a, for a divorce settlement, and he got and he he feels that the judge like wronged him, really screwed him <laughs> over. So he made stickers that said like "impeach judge blah blah blah" or "get them off the bench." <laughs> you got and he for that? and he was putting them all over like stop signs and shit. Oh, oh <laughs> and they yeah. busted him. Oh, uh, they yeah. they took fingerprints. Yeah. Well, I was yeah. like, so if I ever if we ever do the guns of uh, BOD and slow robot attacks, don't put them on stop signs or. I'm gonna calls. no. I'm gonna just wear gloves. Oh, there yeah, you go. Yeah, and then they won't catch me. Or like me. nice evening gloves, like yeah. the long ones. And, <laughs> and I'll wear that. You remember that long, long thing like the penguin had to smoke yeah, a cigarette? cigarette holder, and, yeah. I'll, and I'll run around with those. <laughs> I'll, I'll have a monocle and a cigarette holder and gl- like long evening gloves. Yeah, just I'll just run around going, listen to this little robot of go-go and be a bunch of dorks. <laughs> and I'll jump into like some weird car and drive away. <laughs> yeah, right. Just now that's marketing right there, my friend. That's yeah, like how yeah, you really make get, it. That'll get you on the news. That'll get me Baker acted. Yeah, that'll get you Baker acted, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I could, do, I would do it too. I would so do it. And every time I put a sticker, I'll throw it out a smoke bomb like a ninja and go, yeah, and just jump away. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, on a pogo stick. Now you should get your 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 mouse ca- mouse suit and just go oh, around. Oh man, I think go around putting God, it on. I went through the freaking. Uh, I've been cleaning up our studio here. Little by little, you can tell that the the walls are receding. You know, I'm getting stuff yeah. put away and cleaned up and organized and I pulled everything out of the prop closet holy hell like I pulled it all out and then I I put everything in like these nice tub rubber made tubs you know, labeled and stuff uh-huh. oh I forgot about all the freaking costumes I have there's <laughs> like 20 of them in there like 
There's an alien with like four different masks. There's a Grim Reaper. We'll have use for them. There's a mouse. There's a a, a full hockey goalie outfit. There's a, a the hell else like there's like this rainbow bright um damn there's this rainbow bright uh suit that we modeled after that that uh Oliver clothes off uh, modeled after. Remember that guy that used to jump around with the question marks all over his thing going the government should give you money let me show you oh, how to give you free yeah, money I forgot about that guy the infomercial <laughs> well he, he he modeled it after that kind of but it's this bright suit that his mom sewed up for him and it it's like called like the pimp outfit or whatever yeah, yeah, you know yeah. but there's just so much it just kept going i'm like how many of this how much of this crap do we have you know could use it in the future for oh know, yeah i'm gonna save for it all. that thing yeah i know it's crazy but uh speaking of musicians huh some music- nice segue, bro. <laughs> just go. With, I'm just. I'm just. Bu- some I'm mus- busted on you, man. <laughs> some musicians that you that you've known, that you've met, that you've filmed, mm-hmm. and I and I kind of use the term musician loosely, and I'm just gonna talk about <clears throat> that one band that you filmed called Haim. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not good musicians. No, probably not. I saw a clip of them playing a song, even though it probably is a difficult song to play which would have been Fleetwood Mac's Oh Well, which is like an older song from the 60s, and they did their mm. cover of it at some at some uh, festival, and not not good. Yeah. Not good. Stay away from that, man. <laughs> yeah, well. Keep the simple stuff. You know, three chords and a cloud of dust. You know what I see, mean? See, like, like seeing them live, they were good. But, they, but again, good, when somebody's, somebody's um, when you see them live, they have excited. a they have a whole vibe going. Yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. cool. When you watch it on YouTube, it's a little probably if I went fun. back and watched all the footage I took, I'd be like, man, these guys these gals suck. They look good, but yeah. Yeah, and uh, and it was just one of those things where, uh, yeah, live performances are always better, you know, yeah. for to get you like kind of whipped up into like, oh, this is off. Yeah, unless yeah, unless yeah. they're flat. I've seen some, I've seen some punk bands come out and you're like, ugh, you know, yeah. it's just terrible. Naked Raygun, which was a, I remember fa- fairly they came. Through I remember that. And we're, we went we were in the, we went to see them live. Literally, people were just sitting on their... They were just sitting. They weren't even going. The, the, the singer ran out and was like pushing people over trying to get them angry. Nothing. Like most of the people were just sitting there stoned off their asses. It was... Were they on lewds or something? It was a very weird concert. Okay. It, the, I can tell... The guy probably left there and just was like, what are we doing? We'll never play this town again. Well, they shouldn't have. I mean, I liked them, but they yeah. weren't... They were like, I didn't consider them punk. They weren't angry enough for you? What I call punk is a little bit different than what most people... Like, Suicidal Tendencies is punk to me. Like, But you, but do you think do you think the Ramones are punk? No. See, I disagree with you. But, I, I believe but, but most I, people... But I understand your no, point. Most people do. I understand your point. They're just rock to me. Like, yeah. I, I mean, and again, I, I'm wrong here, but in my brain... In like, your brain, Like, yeah. Dead Kennedys, in, in Sex Pistols... Yeah, in the world of Mao, that, like... I like the Ramones, but they're not punk to me. They're, they're Pop. the they became they they helped create what became punk. No, they were they were punk before all those other guys. Yeah. but they're not they're not the prototypical angry pissed off punk band. Yeah, yeah. and it's like which became what is more known as punk. Right. They were more like a, a band that stripped it down to the basics. Right. And, you know. Oh yeah, they were just to, to me they they were very fast rock. So were, were, oh. the, were the Runaways punk? No. Okay. See, and, and and I get it. I'm I, wrong. I, just, I mean, no, no. That's your point of view. Yeah, it's this, as valid as anything. Just, else. And I like them. I, I and okay. these are the, me saying no doesn't mean I just I hate them. Uh, there's a small period of time where, right. um, in the '80s, 
based on the 70s stuff, I see, I, I'm kind of contradicting myself because it is punk. I, it's the foundations for punk, like the kinks and all, I'm well, not like not the kinks. Kinks is the most foundation for metal. Yeah, metal. Way. Yeah, that's what I meant. I, that was totally wrong. I, I meant um, uh, Ramones. Yeah, the Ramones Runaways, and the Sex Pistols. Sex Pistols and all them. Yeah. They were punk. They were the original. I, I, I like what it became. You like the 80s I, I like what it became because then immediately after the 80s, I thought like punk 80s. became crap. Like Blink 182 and Green Day. Like I don't consider that punk either. Uh, That's just considered know. like wuss rock or something. It is, I don't even know. Of, yeah. um, they did it like the, the bands I saw did it like angrier, faster, not better not by any means. It was they was sloppy three chord, you know, punk crap. But yeah. I just really enjoyed the vibe. It was just a very, just powerful, energetic, in your face kind of stuff, you know. And that's mm. uh, I don't know. It's it's your opinion. Well, punk the, to me also the spirit of punk. Johnny Cash was punk. Garage was punk. Yeah, garage is punk. Like, it's such a loose term, you know, that like you you listen to some of that early Johnny Cash stuff. He was more hardcore than most, but but metal to me, guys. But to me, punk <laughs> you know? punk was a reaction to what rock had become Did in the seventies. Bloated, yeah, arena. prog rock, which I love, but yeah. it, it was a reaction to that. So disco. Like, yeah, like I mean, even though disco was afterwards, yeah. but it was a reaction to arena rock. It was a reaction to the Led Zeppelin of the world. Corporate, three, corporate, yeah, like yeah, that's that's what it was. Grandiose. So that's crap, why no. I think the Ramones and stuff were punk because they mm -hmm. were a reaction. They stripped it down and basic that. But yeah, I I know what you mean. The '80s yeah. stuff or the later '70s stuff, like the Black Flags, and yes, the SSB Black and all, Flag, they were angrier DRI. and more in your face and stuff like that. Yes. They were. They were like the second wave of punk that were a little bit more aggressive. And they and I think one of the things I do think I think the uh, the earlier stuff had aspirations of airplay of notoriety, where that was all thrown out. Like by the time the stuff yeah. I listened to came around, they knew there was no radio playing them. Yeah, there was. Yeah, I think yeah, you're right. I, you know, I agree with you. I think the Ramones and the Ornaries were wanted to be commercial. And the, and my way yeah. was kind of like. Where they depended on counterculture. Yeah, we're yeah, never going to be liked, so we're going to attach to this group, and they're going to, you know. I agree, but it's two forms of the same. Yeah, oh thing. yeah, it's all this. It's all the same. It's music it's is outsider yeah. music, but and then it becomes insider music after a certain point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, because then it gets hip or cool to like them. Yeah, exactly. You know. It starts off as outsider. And Hell, even ICP was cool at one point. Then the backlash hit and everyone hated him again. And I was like, yeah, exactly. I still like him. Let's, right. let's play some punk. Let's play some punk. See this? This is my boomstick! Our high school guidance counselor used to ask us what you would do if you had a million dollars. Didn't have to work. Well, what about you now? What would you do? Nothing. I would relax, I would sit on my ass all day, I would do nothing. Yeah. 
fried chickens and a Coke. And some dry white toast, please. Are we on? Now we are now. Hey, you remember oh, how okay. I was just saying how awesome whatever that means was? <laughs> right? I know. It is. And there it was. That was whatever that means. The newest hope. I played the first three tracks, which is Peace of Mind, More Than Ordinary, and All Alone. Uh, even the color, the cover of this one is... They just totally like took their faces and ripped off the uh, Star that, Wars yeah, the covers. Star Wars, so yeah. freaking great, man. I love them. They are... That is whatever that means. Now, listen, when I play this stuff, if you dig it, uh, go to their Facebook pages. Go to Interpunk and buy one. What the hell? It ain't going to cost you a couple bucks, uh, but a couple bucks. So um, I'm also going to link the bands in the show notes, as I always do. So support them, because they support us, and we love them. We had a, we had a, boy, we had a more of an interesting topic off here than on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we, we were talking about, um, like, what was it, like, pol- political Stuff, yeah, you know? bands that bands that you know that become political, and I guess we were talking about how like we don't really want to hear it because we just want to hear the music. We don't want to hear your personal views or like movie you, stars or movie stars. Yeah, you're just a movie up. star. You're yeah. not like <laughs> I enjoy your uh, stuff, unless of course up. you become president. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> or, or Schwarzenegger, or, Reagan, or, or governor of or, Carmel or something. Yeah. But for the majority of you, you're just a movie star. So, so please just be a movie star. <laughs> the only political movie star I once knew is Jesse Ventura because he's freaking insane. He's out of his mind, yeah. And he's, well, let he's me t- tell you about this. Uh, he's cover like total, uh, yeah, total uh, controversy guy, I think or conspiracy guy. They should take, they should lock Seagal and Jesse Ventura yeah, in a room and just like just feed them like steroids and and like something to make some government thing to make them like crazy yeah. and see who kills who first because they are straight up both. They both have drank so much of their own Kool-Aid. Do you remember like, when Ventura was a wrestler? Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, God, Jesse the Body Ventura. Yeah. Let me tell you something, Mean Gene. And he <laughs> wore that boa. The, and he, oh, my God, he was off the charts crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, well, we, we, we started talking about <laughs> the punk stuff and the commercial and the ones that yeah. didn't want to be commercial and, you know, the different styles. I guess it's, it's like everything in rock, you know. It becomes like something and then it morphs into something yeah. else and then it becomes like big popular commercial like grunge yeah. and stuff and then it goes away and the one thing i did i did miss i misspoke a bit when i had said oh the aspirations of making it look so did every punk band every band that ever forms has dreams of making yes. enough money that they can just do that for a living of course they do that's I, why they so got into it me saying oh they didn't have, they, had, they didn't have that aspirations well they did but there was just it was scaled down. They understood their role, kind of. Yeah, unless you know. you're the like the bad religion guy who's a lawyer or whatever, you know, that doesn't need <laughs> oh it. God. But um, yeah. the rest of the band probably probably does, I guess. You know. Unless you're like that punk singer girl, who was the feminist punk singer, but then oh, ma- Kathleen Hanna. But then married the Beastie Boys, who was the most misogynistic. Yeah, God. unbelievable, man, <laughs> unbelievable. Like, like that, that, that much hypocrisy tore a hole in space and time when they when they <laughs> married. Like part of the universe started collapsing in on itself. They're like, maybe that's Why? those asteroids that are flying by. Maybe that happened because of that or something. I, I believe it. It, I, could, it could happen. It I didn't even be. know this story until I watched it. And I was like, what? Like, <laughs> what? The <laughs> <hell>? What? <laughs> I mean, like, it's just I don't know. I just. It's funny because punk had such great aspirations, and then I just remember at the time a lot of the you know the rock stars that they were rebelling against were saying that ah, it's just a fashion it'll go away, and in a, and and it didn't go away, but in a lot of ways they were right. It was kind of like a fashion for uh-huh. some groups. I mean the real the real ones ended up dying, but yeah, well know. yeah, that's what happens, you know. <laughs> yeah, the real ones really good do what. Because then the know, posers they, are just posers. Hell, like you know Pantera started out as like that 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 um. 
hair band. Yeah, they did, didn't they? And, uh, you know, I think even Slayer was a hair band when they started that's out. That's what I mean. Like, so whether it's, whether it's finding their destiny or finding, finding what they wanted niche. to do, their niche, yeah. Yeah, that's basically it. What happens, you know? I think Metallica was pretty much true to their uh, they were to their roots the whole time. But I saw some pictures of Slayers with like hair over hair, <laughs> and I think even Anthrax might have been a little hair bandy early on. I'm not 100 percent sure. I love though. that I am the man when they when they did that rap song, oh, the Anthrax. Yeah. I'm the man. I'm the man. Like, oh my god, that it was so funny because they were mocking it but they were doing it just as good as any of the rap at that time yeah, like and yeah. i i know all the rap people are like how dare you you know it yeah, was that, that, so there was that thing in the 90s or maybe it was in the 80s when like um run walk DMC, this way run dmc america and then and then and then like other bands started i think there was even there was even a movie that came out and the whole the soundtrack of the movies was rock bands jamming with uh, rap guys and it was kind of cool you know? aerosmith and and run dmc like kind of kicked they broke the door down with that yeah, and which they did literally in the video. In the, little, uh, yeah, and, in the video. And to, to, but they kind of started like that Lincoln Park and some of the new metal that that's right, that the merges metal, it a little bit. New metal, yeah, Lincoln Park and, and all that, which I don't like, but see, you know, I whatever. do, I do like it a lot. I think, I think they're pop, in a lot yeah. of ways. You know, it's kind of like they're like they have their little formula, and and the other thing I like about Lincoln Park is they they started. They formed the band, and I think within two weeks they already had a hit album. You know, it was just too yeah. quick for them. And that's, you know? that's it was a, just too soon, man. There's this group, Hollywood Undead, that I the first one hit, and it was heralded as like this is the greatest thing in the world. And then they just like within a week and a half they put a second one out, which was total crap, you know. And then you're like, oh come on, dude, this is not how this works. And then people forgot about them. Then they put the third one out, and it's okay. When they like even like Appetite for Destruction, when somebody comes out with the guns blazing, yeah, 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 you can't hardly ever follow up. Like, and most no. most bands don't have that stick to itiveness that they're going to keep making albums. Well, it's you like know? it's like everybody says. Everybody, you have your whole life to to make your first album, and then what happens when you got to do your second one? <laughs> you know, are you really yeah. that good? You yeah. know, to, to put out another great album, usually oh, it's not. Crazy, yeah, and it's usually not. But actually, my, one of my favorite punk rock bands is a band that I guess in the early days you'd consider them, but they really weren't. Was the Cramps? They were like shockabilly, rockabilly, whatever you want to call. Yeah. But they were really a they were really a punk rock band. See, in the I early days, them. But they went to the roots of rock yeah. and roll, and they just totally destroyed it. But they were also glam. Yep. I see. I consider them punk, but they aren't. But they were glam. Yeah. Also. They were. Yeah. You know, they dressed up. They well, did all the goofy things. A perfect you know? example would be Social Distortion. Yeah. Now yeah. they are very deep in the punk world, but that is just rockabilly all day it long. It really is. It's yeah. just rockabilly that they just amped up and they they steroided you know, they up, did a yeah. like well, <laughs> well this is one group that doesn't get talked about as much as i think it should to me motorhead motorhead is, is a more iconic is, is, is a is the prototype for a met, speed like metal speed metal thrash, thrash metal they are the they're more metal than like metallica anthrax to me they're yeah, like and they'll admit it too holy crap dude when you see them guys playing that lemmy's just like and you're like yes that's a prototype wrong that. everything is wrong about him and you love it like it's just like yeah I'm, i mean i just the, the thing about my uh, uh, motorhead was i kind of thought at the first they were kind of a jokey band because i remember seeing them on remember that show the young ones and that guy just died this week, Rick Mail. Oh, the yeah, people's that's right. poet. We that's gotta right, remember Rick right. Mail. The oh people's poet died this week. Yeah. But anyway, I just remember 
like watching that show, and all of a sudden it's like they go to they go to Motorhead, the Ace of Spades, and it was like the Ace of Spades, you know. And, and like, that oh, microphone is yeah, like, yeah. And I thought like, that was like, such a oh, funny oh, gimmick. Oh, oh, oh. And the microphone is straight up in the air, so he's like his head straight back singing. I, you and know? I thought that was such a funny gimmick. I never had a clue that this band really was that great, and they are a great band. I think oh, I think Lemmy's God. sick, but you know, hopefully yeah. he's okay. But those guys never stopped, and they are they are punk Dude, rock. Those guys were just like they they probably drank whiskey. Did a whole bunch of speed, oh, and yeah. then they're like, oh, yeah. "All right, let's go play." And they were just out of their mind, and they were just yeah. and they just would leave and just drink more whiskey. Yeah, like, yeah definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. First time I heard that, I was just like, "What? What the hell am I listening to?" It was like Ace of Spades. Yeah, yeah. I had I had that black tape, and it was just a black Z, a black tape, and the, I think even the tape was black, and it was like a really thick. Like a long cassette. Uh, Remember the cassettes that were yeah, like the C90, they, the C-120. They were like, yeah, they were like dragging, and it yeah, was yeah, yeah, it was yeah, a store bought one. I have those, yeah. yeah it was the it was whatever. the store bought one, but it was so much tape in there, and it oh, was oh, just. Oh, you're talking about the you bought you bought uh, I bought actual, their tape. Oh yeah, okay. but it was still like one of the longest playing tapes I've ever right, seen. Right, right. And um, and it, it every song was like, what the hell, man? This is this group is awesome. Just like punches you in the face over and over again, you know. I mean, in 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 a, in, a, in a sense though, the Ramones were before Motorhead. Oh yeah. By yeah. by a year or two, and the Ramones were the same thing. Because when I saw them, yeah. it was like one, two, three, four, dang, 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 songs over. One, two, three, four, the next. But yeah, but Motorhead took it to a different level. Yeah. See now, one of the things that this is my own personal um, theory. I could be totally wrong. That group that I love, the five, six, seven, eights. Yeah. They say they got their name from because they play music from the 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s. But you think it's after one, two, three, four? Yep. Because yeah, she, because yeah. the singer loved the Ramones. Yeah. She loved the Ramones, and I guarantee, knowing Japanese minds a little bit like I do, I guarantee they were just like we're picking up after I'm the Ramones lit up, yeah. and they're playing. <laughs> I guarantee, but they they say different. But I, that's what I my theory. That that makes all the sense in the world. Because she yeah. likes them. She yeah, loves them. The like, course, um, yeah. she has the. Tattoo. T- teenage degenerate is her yeah, is yeah. her you know is her tattoo and everything. So it's just one of those things where I have pieced that together in my own head. I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. Uh, of course, uh, to toot my own horn, my badge of honor with all you youngsters is when 1978 I did go see the Ramones and the Runaways in Miami. Oh, so there you so go. That's so cool. No, no cherry curry though. Every was, time you say that, I go, oh my god, that's so cool because I can't even and, imagine. And, and there was that. only like 300 people in in the audience. Oh, you could have got you yeah, like. That was it. An and it was five dollars. You know, I would have. Oh it my god! It was five bucks. I found this ticket stuff. I, f- I had the ticket. I found it the other day. I had the ticket stuff. Oh. Five dollars and fifty cents. Well, don't ever throw that away. Put it into no, the I'll, in the studio if you ever want to get rid of it. If I want to get rid of it, I'll I'll leave it to you. You'll you laminate can, it and we'll put it in the studio yeah, somewhere. You know, that is so cool, dude. Yeah, yeah I'm very. That's, that's, that's my little badge of honor with the young crowd. Anyway, because with the older people, they go, "Oh, I saw Hendrix, man. I saw this. I can't do that, but I did. I did get to see those two cool bands. That is. Um, that's I'm happy that's to kind of like that. blows yeah. me away. You yeah, know? it was Miami's first rock punk rock concert. <laughs> oh that's so awesome. And dude. we were the only people dressed normal, and everybody else was like safety pins and snow cone hair. We and all never that did crap. that shit. They were totally style people. We yeah. never we we'd go to those punk concerts. We looked like we just came out of school. Jeans, yeah, like a T-shirt. Yeah, jeans Who gives shirt. a shit? Yeah, yeah. Here you go. And I, I never dressed up for nobody. And I wish I would have record. <laughs> and I wish I would have recorded it. And I didn't. Uh, yeah. Now, of course, be, by being by saying that's that's my claim to fame. The stupid thing that I did, not that I love this band any that much, but I do like them now more than anything. But in that same year, seventy eight, I went to see Cheap Trick. Nice. 
The headliner, which we'd left, ACDC with Bon Scott. Oh, my. <laughs> we did not like ACDC a Swing and a miss on that a one, swing, my friend. A big <laughs> swing and a miss, yeah. I missed that on the Bonster, you oh. know, but oh, well, you yeah. know, you can't win them all, you know. Nice. Yep. All right, let's play some music. We'll be right back. Yeah. Hodges, we don't need no stinking budget. Oh, no. <laughs>
what Marcellus Wallace looks like. What? Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. He's black. Go on. He's bald. Does he look like a bitch? What? Does he look like a bitch? No! Then why you try to fuck him like a bitch, Brent? <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did, Brent. You tried to fuck him. And Marcellus Wallace don't like to be fucked by anybody except Mrs. Wallace. Stupid show that, you know, it was that dumb show that got him famous because from what I watch in the show, the metal show, they were actually recording, we're talking about Black Sabbath. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were actually recording a an album with Rick Rubin in England in the somewhere, I think, in the 90s. Uh-huh. And then, like, somehow they got the Osborne show and they stopped. And then Ozzy blew up again, and that, that's why there was a red. That, that's why there was a, a Black Sabbath record that never got released, wow. because it, it just they got a TV show and they just like stopped doing it. But they had songs that they recorded. There's so much. Oh, before we go too far, that was Ginny uh, Oops. Of course, I play them quite a bit on our show. Um, good news is that they did. They recovered their uh, stolen instruments. So oh. this is the group that had the stolen instruments. They recovered them in a some shop in. In Japan, Japan, and they got them back. I don't know if they had to buy them back or whatever, but it's been taken care of, so thankfully that is behind them, cool. and they can keep continuing making good music. Uh, look them up. I'm going to have their web pages linked to our show notes, so go there, and yes. <clears throat> uh, that you know, we, we were in the middle of a conversation, and I didn't. I wanted to kind of have it recorded. That's why I just clicked record. Yeah, about uh, the, we were talking about you. Well, you wanted to talk about your Aussie concert, right? Well, but now this is way more interesting, I think. Okay. Because um, we, we yeah we were just talking like a little bit about about that stuff, and then I started thinking every every group, every singer, every they have so much stuff. Yeah. Like so much unreleased stuff. There was just in the news where they said Michael Jackson is going to release eight posthumous records or posts wow, like there's gonna really? be there's a there's and there's way more like elvis and the beatles still release albums every couple of years and you're like my god well it's the stuff that they didn't they they thought was didn't make the cut. and and now they just keep cranking it out and you're like well because what? people buy it or do whatever with it it's just one of those things where you can't believe the amount of stuff that's out there well and then and then i think what's going to happen is and this is one of the topics that we didn't get into but i'm going to uh-huh. slide it in yeah, now, yeah. Is, is um what's going to happen in the future quite possibly where media really goes away and it's all just piped into your house but for the collector's market that stuff will probably be produced you know like on vinyl or uh-huh. on some collectors or in a box set so you'll be able to find more like you know un, uh, you know unreleased things or whatever, but it'll be just be for the hardcore fans who will actually pay money for. For the general public, it's just going to be all piped out in. there. Yeah, it's yeah. A possibility. Uh, yeah, I mean th- that that documentary that I was talking about, rewind this, the one on uh, VHS, that's you know worth watching. They talk about that in the future. You know that's uh, you know like every every you know like VHS lasted for a long time, and then DVD had a good lifespan. Now Blu-ray, who knows how long that's going to last right. before you know, somebody makes it streaming it, you know into your it's house. It's going to go streaming completely. You know. Yeah, probably. Um, I Except feel for the collector's market. I, well, that's the thing. I, I wrote down two that I wanted to buy that that uh, bitch slap that I talked about in um, uh-huh. Bunraku. I'm gonna actually go buy them on Blu-ray, and it's one of those things where like, well, why would I do that? And I was like, well, partly to support the people that did it, but partly is that'll never go away. Streaming stuff goes away. It does. And when you, I you buy, will it, never own it. When I buy it, I own it, and I'll always have you it. Will, and that's 
you will never own it because there was a story in this documentary about how like when and when the Kindles came out, a lot of people when it when the book was put out in Kindle uh, 1984, a lot of people bought it and all of a sudden like a I don't know how long later, a year or two later, there was a problem. It turns out with the copyright and they all lost their 1984. It was just taken away from them. So when you when you get stuff streaming, you ain't you're renting it. You're not owning yeah, it. Yeah, see that unless that, you make a copy of it. And that's one of the things where I have illegal. trouble with. You know, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, laws. Yeah, laws. <laughs> Follow them, please. One oh, there's something. Remember last week I did that uh, the live opening of yeah, that Jack yeah. White thing. Yeah. There's a lot going on there. Oh okay. Th- this is something he did so much new stuff with this vinyl album. I, they don't think it's ever been done before. Oh. The the side A plays inside to outside. You got two grooves on it. Well, wait. It you start it on the inside and it goes outward. It has a second groove on side B. There's a hidden song under each label. If you put the re- the needle on the label, it plays oh, a song. Wow. <laughs> and when you shine a light on it, there's an angel hologram in the wow. dead space. This album is insanity. Like it's called the ultra ultra album or ultimate album. There's so much going on. <laughs> and it, and the, the end loop when you play it outward inward, it just like goes. It it plays like a, a riff. It yeah. just keeps going the same riff over and over. So it doesn't just go. Oh, okay. Cause I didn't I didn't know anything about this album. I just put the needle down. And I was like, oh, my album's shit. It's broke. And then I was like, wait a minute, this guy's just effing with me. So I moved it to the middle and then I started playing. I'm like, get out of here. And that's when I I went online and I started looking up and that's where there's a hologram that projects inside of it. And then there's this two extra songs and you're like, what is going on here? Just wait. Wait till um, Sammy Carey comes out. Of it. <laughs> nice. Now for that reference, Bing! now for that reference, you'll have to listen to Slow Robot at Go Go and nice. figure out what we're Toss, talking about. Nice, bro. That's yeah, just, that's cross much. promo at its that best, is, right yes, there. Yes, it is. Yes, that, it that is. is what it's all about, my friend. That's awesome. <laughs> now, <laughs> now I got to tell you something. Back in those 70s, Monty Python did this. Did this? Which an album that you might want to look for. It was called the first three-sided, two-sided record. They did an album. I forgot. I think it was called Matching Matching Kindness. I have it. And it's got two the, the, grooves the on mul- side one. The mic- micro grooves where it starts. Yeah, two different two yeah. different sides on side one and one on side two. So yeah. So and that's what they did with the side B, but it's only for one song where one song is an yes. int- where it's an acoustic intro. Yeah. And one one groove it's an electric intro. Now Jack White said he wanted to make a vinyl. Where you could, I don't know if this is the one where you could play it at the end and go to the beginning. That's the one. Oh, this one plays from the end of the beginning. Side A goes from the beginning to end, but 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 instead of just going from the beginning to end, you put it at the end and it it moves in the opposite direction to the beginning. You'd have to have a screwed up turntable to play. Oh no no no! I think he means like like the needle will go out and it'll go and it'll go and it'll go back in on a secondary track. So it'll be two sides on one out on one. Oh, I side. thought he I thought he meant that on side one you can play it. You know, like when you play a record, you put it at the beginning, it goes to the end. I thought he meant you could play it at the beginning and go to the end. And then all of a sudden, if you had like a turntable with like whatever busted, reverse gear. you can put it at the end. And if you catch the right groove, it plays to the beginning. But that yeah. would be weird if they could do that. They, he will. They yeah. the stuff that he's doing is like revolutionary. Yeah, he's crazy. And that's kind of what I I'm very thankful. He's really pushing it forward. To make something exciting, like yeah. most people just say, "Vinyl's back, buy my vinyl." This guy, at least, he's doing extra. shit. Like he has the triple yeah. decker where there's three different levels. He has the um, he has a 45, or he has a record that plays on three, 
Like you just take it, the song plays by your finger. <laughs> no, there's no turntable. I think he might sell a special one oh, that God. plays at that speed. It's crazy. And then he had the liquid filled one, and then he had you know, he's doing at least he's doing something. He's you know? doing something different. He's yeah. trying to be original, and that's cool on him. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I gotta give him props for doing something different. Because at least yeah, not not that many people are doing something different these days, no? as we talked about on the other show. Well, did you hear about that that album release that he did with the balloons? Yeah, I heard about that. That's yeah, they're, so they're just whoever finds one. Or <clears throat> Here's whatever. an album. Yeah. And they were immediately on eBay, but for thousands of dollars. But it, you're like, wow. Yeah. eBay, the scourge of the modern I world. I, I put some stuff up on eBay, and I just feel dirty doing it. I, you know? I'm gonna tell you something. If eBay, if somebody ever totaled eBay, you'd probably see a lot of cool stores like popping up, like record stores <laughs> and stuff know. like that. That eBay has single-handedly killed like. So a lot of like comic then, shops and record stores. But then and Amazon scooped in, and now they're killing eBay. Because eBay, they really? Well, eBay's shit. eBay is just the uh, like it's the worst of the worst. You know, it's all just stores. No one is actually selling cool uh, things anymore. Okay. They all if if you have if somebody has something cool, they look up online. They see they see what it should be worth in some book, and they just go buy it now for a hundred thousand dollars. You mean like that like yeah, the like, original art from the Justice League? That's what I'm saying. And yeah. it's just these people with broken heads and stupid dreams. They don't even understand that's not how an auction works. So yeah. everything's buy it now and everything's just garbage. They buy shit from China on the <laughs> you know on those things and then they they break them apart and then they sell them to you and they're just trying to make a buck, you know. Yeah, just people out there get off your ass and go to a store and buy something, you know? What it's I mean? crazy, dude. Don't just don't buy it. Even though the thing about eBay is the stores can't carry everything, which is why they're all so good. That's why internet but, is taking off. But the reality is, do you need everything? Well, it helps. Yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's a it's a double edged sword. It is. It is truly a double edged sword. Is, uh, the kind of swords we swing here on. <laughs> of course. Or something like that. Don't we don't have any it. factual basis for no, what we say. No, we're just lying. Everything just is a say. lie. You know, <laughs> just, it's, the, it's you know, the original it's sin right here. Yes. So uh, speaking of your Angus Young, that's the kind I got a guitar. You're, yeah, you I got, got an Angus Young I guitar. I picked up a, um, it's not an Angus Young guitar. He, he plays the Gibsons. I found on the Craigslist, when you said that, it made me think of it. I Like I need another guitar. I have too many already, but uh, I've. This guy was selling uh, an Epiphone SG. Um, <clears throat> and SG is the kind that Angus Young plays. He plays a Gibson, though. That's the top-of-the-line Epiphone is the entry-level stuff. But um, this guy has the weirdest situation. He, The guitar he bought was produced in April of last year. Like, it's a brand-new guitar. It has the guitar. It came with a hard case, a matching hard case from Epiphone. It still has the plastic on everything, and the dude took a two hundred dollar loss selling it to me. Well, this thing has no, it has no playtime on it. There's not nice. a nick. He didn't even play it for twenty minutes. Wow, that is so weird. Who's going to take that? He probably needed the money, dude. I he guess he probably needed the money really bad for whatever. For whatever, I didn't ask any questions. No. He, I, I got the original receipt. It was this guy's name. It wasn't stolen or anything. I don't get into that crap. Like if something's hinky about a deal, I, I leave it. Yeah, I don't. Sure, I don't need any of that bullshit in my life. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> it's amazing. It's a Pelham Blue '60s version of an SG, and I love it. It's well, the that, coolest thing in the world, man. That, that's funny because whenever you buy stuff, and I mean, I don't know if they come to your house or not, but no, it's like it's it's so funny because it's almost like a, a, a like a clandestine deal. You know, you meet in a parking lot and you make this deal. I always do. I, and it's just kind of weird. You know, I like keep I was, people out of my house. Yeah, like I always, yeah, I, I meet places. Yeah. 
Yeah, hell yeah. And I'm always on the up and up. I always, like, I'll take a a little micro amp that I have and say, play it a little bit. Make sure you like it. This is... This deal is going to be done. You give me your money, I ain't giving you money back. So yeah, 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 make yeah. sure you like it, and that's the way it is. You know, and I'm always a straight shooter. If something's garbage, I'll just trash it. Yeah. So I don't ever have anyone coming back at me like, you're a liar and cheat. You know, I just don't do it. You know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's always that kind of way. I don't, it's weird. <clears throat> it's it's kind of hinky. It you is know? a little bit. I don't like it, uh, but it, but it's the way the world, you know. Like, yeah. like a lot of the stuff, like the machines that I restore. Today I'm selling that air hockey table the guy's coming to pick it up it's such a gigantic thing you know i guess i gotta just get comfortable with it i'm bu- i'm buying and selling and doing all this stuff you you learn your lessons along the way and i'm very careful about everything i keep track of who this person is uh, oftentimes i'll do a quick internet search because if someone's a dirty dealer it, it comes up man oh, okay so and i just kind of put their name in and it, and, it, and sometimes they'll say this guy's a Rip me off and a jerk, and I'll just cut the deal off right there. And I don't. You don't. Bother. You don't ever go to um, pawn shops and look for guitars or anything. No, like they're see pawn shops now think that everything's gold. Oh, they're high every, price now. Every pawn shop in the world, they think they're pawn stars, and they go online oh. and they look. They look at the buy it now gotcha, price on eBay, gotcha, gotcha. and that's what they put it at. And you're like, dude, you are not, you know, a music store. This is a used piece of shit. I'll give you like a nickel for every dollar that this is worth, and, and they just and then they go out of business. And they're like, I don't understand why I'm going out of business. You know, like, yeah, some comic shops are doing that. They like they go by the price guide, but then they go, they they'll tell me, hey, the price guide says this, but eBay says that, so I'm not gonna like underprice it, which is like, okay, fine, you do whatever you want to do, but you may not sell yeah, it. That's so, what ben, that's what bananas and, did. And and the main thing, yeah, the main thing is selling it. I mean, for a reasonable price, not gouging, but hey, yeah. everybody's got their own, you know. Yep. That, that's what bananas did. This record store, they have like a hundred copies of everything yeah. because they charge what the, the blue book says. Ah. Uh, the the, the big story was my dad wanted uh, Julie London's Calendar Girl. Yeah, you're looking for that. I'm yeah. looking for it still. You know, and he it's um, not on eBay. Well, everyone thinks it's worth this hundred and twenty-five dollars. Oh, okay, right. My dad looked at him like he might as well been from Mars. He was like, "You can put it back." Yeah. He was like, "Are you kidding me?" And he's like, "That's what it's worth." He's like, "Yeah, okay." Not to me, it isn't. To me, it's worth about. He would have paid like four bucks, maybe. You know, but then th- th- that's why this guy has ninety copies of it, cause it ain't worth one hundred twenty-five bucks. It's worth eight or twelve, whatever. I don't care. But you know, to me, it's worthless. I don't even. If my dad didn't tell me he wanted that record, it's worth ten bucks, right? Not to me. Oh, I mean, okay. I mean, I only buy it's the stuff record. I listen to. It's yes, an old I mean, record. It's I mean, an old record. It's worth ten bucks if it's a collective. It's in beautiful shape <laughs> not, or whatever. Not eighty or ninety or one hundred twenty-five no, bucks or something. No, like that. no, no. That I guy's mean, insane. But but I can understand the mentality. If it's if it's, he got ripped off, if or it's rare, you know. but that doesn't seem to be a rare record because Julie London was selling millions of records back then. Dude, that's, that's and it's the fifties or maybe you're, it's early sixties. It can't uh-huh. be that rare. Now, if it's in mint condition, well, you know. But she's not the Beatles. She was she's great and she was a great singer. My dad loved her. My, my oh, dad, she's a great yeah. singer. I love her records too. But yeah, uh, yeah who singer. gives a shit? You know what I mean? Like yeah, she's in a, on emergency. Yeah, <laughs> nice. You know, Nurse Dixie or whatever her name was. Yeah, she was married to Jack Webb, believe it or not, from Dragnet. Wow. Uh huh. But like, she's a great singer. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. All right, that's it for this week. You got anything else, man? Man, I don't know. No. I, Show no, two sixty eight so. is in the books. It's in the can. Yeah, that one of them. Just pick which it's one. It's in the book of cans. <laughs> it's in the can of books. 
can of worms. <laughs> We're done here. We'll see and you next we week. Opened. I'm Mal. We have Dr. Morbius. And we'll see you next time. Time. Time.